But before we go, Josh, I think Here we go. It, would, it would be a disservice to the audience and to us if we can go back to our roots just for a little bit, just for a couple of minutes. Back to the we roots. We go back to the All About the, all about the, all about the Culture podcast. TBT. And we talk about something else that happened at DC fandom. Let's talk that about it. That is the Wonder Woman's trailer and the Batman trailer. Yo. Any, as being as 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 being noted and proud, being being a DC hater. Hate, 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 hate. I'm to spare you that term, but we, we could go with that. What did you feel about these two trailers? Does this get you excited to see these movies? Does it make you say nah? What's up? What's, thoughts, What's up, everybody? It's Josh, the DC hater, on board here for this <laughs> part of the Gaming Council podcast. <laughs> All right. To be fair, dude, like, I they look great. This looks cool. Like, I it, I'm kind of. They had a rough start. You know what I mean? Like, Wonder Woman was a good movie, and Aquaman. Eh, you had the star power, but the story was kind of whack. But like, DC was starting to make moves, you know, and then it kind of fell short. But mm-hmm. seeing the new Wonder Woman, because obviously it's a great movie. The second one looks really cool. Got to see what Cheetah in it, you know, Kristen Wiig in suit. Hey, look, I'm, I'm ready to watch this movie. So that looked awesome. We got the Snyder Cut, which looks dope. I don't know a lot about that stuff, but uh, that looks awesome. It looks really good. Um, we got some behind the scenes of the Suicide Squad, which looks nuts. We got a whole list of characters, which you and I talked prior to, but that gives you room to remove some of those. So uh, maybe James Gunn's got some tricks up his sleeves. Um, And then Batman. Batman looks interesting. I was kind of skeptical with what's his name playing Batman, but I'm I'm kind of digging it. So I, the trailers were really, you know, captivating and I, I, I'm giving it a chance. You know what I mean? So, Ah, just uh, they're gonna not let me down. But the the cool, the interesting fact is, will Marvel do the same thing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because this this went off. This was a huge event, mm-hmm. and DC yeah, really put DC on the map, and you know it brought hype to a company that wasn't doing so well in the movies, but had a lot on board. You know, so obviously I would love Marvel did it. I'm trying to see what's going on, but. I applaud DC for what they did at this fandom and I'm, I'm hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for these movies. So nice. What about you? What'd you think? I am in the same boat. Uh, Wonder Woman two looks cool and interesting. And I'm, I'm intrigued how the guy Steve Travers died in, in Wonder Woman, in Wonder Woman's one at the end of the movie, he comes back. I really like just that mystery alone keeps, makes me want to see this movie. And thus, and that seems so. That mystery alone is interesting. Uh, adding Ch- Cheetah, she looked cool. She looks like an interesting villain, as like being a scientist herself and kind of like working with Diana. So they kind of have like a personal connection to it. So that was nice. I wasn't aware of like how they interact with each other. So it was cool to see that. Uh, seeing the brief behind the scenes of Suicide Squad, that seems fun. Like James Gunn made the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and all those fun, all those movies are super fun and lighthearted and they always have cool music soundtracks. So that seems like a winner on that front. Batman, I like Batman, I like Batman. 
point blank. So that so with them possibly hinting at the Riddler could be the villain. I kind of like that. I kind of like the idea of maybe a more cerebral kind of movie, kind of like Cats and Mouse, psychological thriller type Mm -hmm. aspect of Batman versus us, you know, like beat him up, beat up the guy. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. And then a Snyder cut, just it's, I'm just intrigued. I like it's it's kind of unheard of that a design that a director directs most of the movies and then then due to extremely sad and tragic events in his own personal life, he has to, you know, take a break. And then another designer, another director comes and kind of puts his own spin on it. That's, that's completely like 180 from what Snyder does. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a chance to go back and like get like multi-million dollars to fix it and edit it and really achieve his vision for what he thought she was sorry, what he thought justice league would be. So it definitely makes me interested in HBO Max. Which prior to this is like, you, you got me at least for one month, or somebody <laughs> better give me a code. Yeah. So, so at least you got you got fifteen bucks out of me for one month. So yeah, DC is doing some cool stuff, and you like you said, it does make me seem like what's Marvel doing? Like we know Black Widow is supposed to come out this fall. We know Eternals got pushed back from the fall until next year. Uh, and then that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be out last week. And yeah, the sh- that, the that's shows, not happening. The shows are delayed. Mm-hmm. They're not really saying anything, and, and it's very unfortunate to that. You know, we bring up Marvel, and, you know, Chadwick, the Black Panther, has passed away, and, you know, where they're going to go forward with it. But really, really talented actor that, you know, gave hope to a lot of people, and. We'll see where they can go with it. So Marvel has the opportunity to kind of not compete to, but kind of give it a moment for this, you know, tragic event, and then mm-hmm. hopefully start getting back to back to business. You know, hundred th- percent. What I think is going on, man, is they're gonna test the waters with Mulan just to see how this does on like opening day because it's going straight to Disney Plus, and you have to rent it. You, so, have to, you, have to, you have to spend 30 bucks on it, too, which is different. Okay, so this is going to take a little bit of time. So I'm not mad at that. No, not at all. This is your, I think you're, like, you're, you're saying something that could legitimately be the future of movies is that because we, we already, we were, we already like, with, there, there's a, been a few movies that came out already, like Staten Island and The Hunt and the Trolls movie where it's like, hey, get 20 bucks, you got to see the movie. This is like the first time where it's like, okay, well, those movies are kind of like... You're cutting out, man. Oh. Can you hear me now? This really is a live podcast. You, <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Okay. So, yeah. no, we, like in the past, we've had movies where you had, to, you, you had to pay $20 to see it, to see a movie that was supposed to be in a theater. This is like the first, I'm going to say Mulan is the first like premium movie. Like this was like a movie that was made to be in the theaters and... Fans of the uh, late ninety late 90s cartoon would and now might have kids to be excited to see it. And this, so for 30 bucks, I, I'm really, it's like you said, it's really intriguing to see what might happen. We're like, well, will fans flock to this and be like, that's cool. $30 is, $30 is better than going to the movies if, for if you're a family of four. $30 is no problem. Yeah, that's exactly. So that, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I think, I was, no, I think we're going to hit the same point. I was just going to say, like, I was listening to, like, Kevin Smith and, you know, Mark mm-hmm. Bernard to talk about this on Batman. It, 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 it's benef- it works, man, because a family of four, it was really ideal target market for this. You know what I mean? Like, the 90s kids watching it is kind of like, we already guarantee that you're going to be in the theater. But, like, mm-hmm. we're trying to get kids involved in, like, the newer, 
age of kids, you know, $20 a ticket, family of four, you're already over it. And then you get to hold on to that for as long as you're a member of Disney Plus. Is what I think they said. So 30 bucks, you pretty much own it, I guess, for temporarily. Because there's what are the chances of you actually deleting Disney Plus? Because that's not going around. That's not going away anytime soon. No. So it's totally worth it. At first, man, I was like, that's dumb. Like, why would you charge so much money? And then, like, I listened to other people kind of talk about it. And they really opened my eyes to it. You know what I mean? Because even... Me and the lady will go out to see it, you know, right there. That's already like X, Y, Z amount of money with popcorn because I got to go to the movies with popcorn, man. I have to. So it's like the money's there and I've already clearly spent more than like $30. So and I only get to see it once. So now that I get to potentially see it more than once is it would be cool. But the problem is like if I pay 30 bucks and the movie sucks, it's like. <laughs> well the counter yeah. of that when like when you when you go to the movies and you get the popcorn and the diet coke and you know the uh ices all day my guy the <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the gummy bears and stuff and you see a movie that you don't like do you isn't that like isn't it's that like, like the same about? it's like the same yeah. thing but like i don't know i'm just what if this is successful if like they did like hey black widow 40 bucks i'd be like i guess so 40 bucks here you go I'm afraid with that because I feel like that's a slippery slope. Because yeah, you think it's gonna get like higher and higher. Because you're you're gonna I don't know if people would compete for prices, you know? Because mm. like you put Mulan, Mulan for thirty bucks and you think, well, that's considered a premium movie, you know? Sure. And then you have another movie. Let's say it's like a romantic comedy. The next, you know, Adam Sandler movie is a rom com or something, and it's like. Well, we put a lot of time and effort into this, too, so we consider this a premium movie. But then they're like, eh, not Mulan level, you know? Yeah, it's like Mulan's premium because it's like it's, it's, a, it's a spectacle. There's like big action scenes and like there's things that you're not going to get no matter how nice your like TV is. You're not going to get when you like you get the movie and you have like that beautiful widescreen and, you know, 4K and all that stuff. It's like when you're at the movie, some of these movies are made to be seen at the movie theater like like a big premium movie like the like avengers endgame one and two it was possible because you're seeing it on a bigger screen there's there's the emotion of the audience there's mm-hmm. the atmosphere of the theater that some of these things that uh, are and needed to be michael cut out. become like premium i don't know if it's your internet or my internet i cut out again yeah what's this but oh yeah my internet's unstable so we might have to we should probably wrap this bad boy up that's then. cool but the, okay one last note on that sure is I, it just makes me feel like directors are going to be like a little pickier of where they go and make movies. You know what I mean? If we're going to straight on demand, mm-hmm. who knows? You know, James Cameron is going to, they're essentially trying to make more Avatar movies. What's to say that, you know, Avatar is like a p- super premium and it's a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? To rent Avatar. Who's going to want to pay a hundred dollars to see Avatar? You know what I mean? It's like the bidding war for, you know, what you would value a movie is going to be not a problem, but something that will be like talked about. I think could be. A, a, I agree. No, a problem. They're in the, no. The, this is like the movie business, the gaming business. Like these companies are in to make money at the end of the day. So yeah, if they could squeeze a couple more dollars out of, out of us, they certainly will. Will I pay a hundred dollars to see Guardians Four? Maybe. That's a maybe. But then again, I'm a stan. I'm a fanboy. You know. So. 
what can you do? So that was a a little example, if you are new to the podcast, where we had a podcast before called All About the Culture, where we just talked about everything, which we might just start bringing back little bits and pieces to it to the Gaming Council podcast, because, you know, we do everything, and gaming and movies is all about it's all a part of the culture, so we'll throw they a couple. They collide all together. Yeah, so we'll throw a little tidbits here and there. But for now, this is where we're going to wrap it up. 